What's up, family? Come on in, come on in. We back at you once again. Come on in, have a seat, kick your feet up, get behind the driver's seat, put the seatbelt on, take a ride with us. And we appreciate you for joining us again at yours and our Black Family Media Group, the podcast. Appreciate you for joining us where we share stories that we find online and we share with the family to keep us, you know, aware of what's going on during these current times. So we hope you're getting something out of the podcast we've been bringing, family. We are starting to get a few racked up under our belt. So feel free to just binge listen and go through uh, the content that we're out here trying to share with the family. Don't forget, you can also check up with us on the website Meetup. Meetup, and we're there under yours and our Black Family Media Group, of course. So catch up with us there where we're, we're trying to get with activists, organizers, and just people who have that energy to help out the community and want to do some things. Primarily, we're trying to work in all forms of media right now. So catch up with us there. So what I, after all that, we're going to get right into the story of significance. Okay, so this story we found online article was published by what's called MyCentralOregon.com. MyCentralOregon.com. And it's an article that was printed by Christina Sarega and Sabina Gibrimadon. G-H-E-B-R-E-M-E-D-H-I-N. Okay, so that's that's the names of the, the writers. And we're going to get right into it. I was trying to find the date again for his family. Give me one brief moment here. I don't see the date on it, but I, I know it's fairly recent. But we're going to get right to the article nonetheless. So the article is entitled, Timeline Inside the Investigation of Breonna Taylor's killing and its aftermath. Timeline inside the investigation of Breonna Taylor's killing and its aftermath. Let's get right to it. It has been more than three months since Breonna Shaquille Taylor was gunned down in a hell of bullets by Louisville, Kentucky police officers who were executing a quote, no knock unquote warrant at least three different law enforcement agencies in the state have launched parallel investigations into taylor's death the three officers involved remain on administrative reassignment as taylor's family struggles to move on quote i haven't had time to sit and grieve unquote taylor's mother tamika palmer told, quote, nightmare, unquote, on June 11th, quote, I'm still trying to figure out why my daughter was killed. I'm still trying to figure out why did it have to come to her being murdered? Why did Brianna have to die? Unquote. As the weeks have passed by, the demands for answers have joined the calls for justice for the dozens of other African-American men and women killed at the hands of police. Here's how the investigation into Taylor's death has unfolded. March 12th, 
Louisville Metro Police Department Detective Joshua James files a request for a quote, no knock unquote warrant. Um, excuse me, search warrant of Brianna Taylor's home. After investigating the activities of Jamarcus Glover, who was, a, who was known by the police as a drug trafficker, according to the warrant. Glover is Taylor's ex-boyfriend who, according to the police, was using her address to mail drugs through the post office. Police noted in the arrest warrant request that they verified with postal inspectors that Glover was receiving packages at Taylor's address. The quote, no knock unquote, warrant is requested, quote, due to the nature of how these drug traffickers operate. These drug traffickers have a history of attempting to destroy evidence, have cameras on the location that compromise detectives once an approach to the dwelling is made and have a history of fleeing from law enforcement, unquote, according to the document. March 13th. Minutes after midnight, as Brianna Taylor and her boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, were asleep in their ground floor apartment at the St. Anthony Gardens in Springfield Drive, on Springfield Drive, there are knocks on the front door. Plain clothes Louisville Metro Police Department officers Miles Cosgrove and Brent Hankinson and Sergeant Jonathan Mattingly use a battering ram to force open the green door with a gold number four hanging on it. At which point police say they are met with a gunshot that strikes Mattingly in the thigh. The three officers blindly return fire with more than 25 bullets, some entering other apartments, including one with a five-year-old child. Walker, a licensed gun owner with no criminal record, calls 911 tearfully pleading for help as he thinks his home in a, as he thinks a home invasion is in progress. Quote, Somebody kicked in the door, shot my girlfriend, and shot my girlfriend, unquote, says Walker to the 911 dispatcher. Taylor, 25, is fatally struck at least by at least eight bullets. Walker surrenders and is taken into custody on charges of attempted murder of a police officer. Cosgrove, Hankinson, and Mattingly are placed on administrative reassignment until the Louisville Metro Police Department's Public Integrity Unit completes its investigation. Police find no drugs inside Taylor's apartment. March 20th. Taylor's family and friends travel a few miles away to Spring Valley F Funeral Home in Albany, Indiana for her wake. Taylor, born in Grand Rapids, Michigan, where she was raised by her mother, is remembered as, quote, full of life and all it had to offer, unquote, according to her obituary. She had left home 
to attend the University of Kentucky before going to become a licensed EMT for the city of Louisville, where she worked on the front lines during the early stages of the coronavirus pandemic. Funeral services are held the following day at Greater Friendship Baptist Church in Louisville, March 26. Louisville Judge Oli Stevens agrees to release Walker from jail and into home confinement in order to keep the jail population low as a preventative measure against the spread of the carnivorous. Louisville Police Union President Ryan Nichols says the judge's decision to release Walker is a, quote, slap in the face to everyone wearing a badge and has endangered the public. April 27th. Attorney Sam Aguilar and Lonita Baker file a wrongful death suit in Jefferson District Court against officers Cosgrove and Hankinson and Sergeant Mattingly on behalf of Breonna Taylor's mother, Tamika Parker, Palmer. Quote, the plaintiff brings this personal injury and wrongful death action in order to obtain damages result tent from the defendant's unlawful conduct, which directly and approximately caused the death of a young, beautiful human being who is an essential frontline medical professional in this community, according to the lawsuit, May 15th. Louisville Postal Inspector Tony Gooden says his office was not a part of an investigation of possible drug trafficking activities in packages delivered to Breonna Taylor's address. Civil rights attorney Ben Crump says that directly contradicts what the police stated in the affidavit to secure a no-knock warrant for the home. I'm just going to read that one more time in two sentences. Louisville Police Inspective Inspector Tony Gooden says that his office was not a part of an inspection of possible drug trafficking activity in packages delivered to Breonna Taylor's address. Civil Rights Attorney Ben Crump says that, quote, that, quote, directly contradicts what the police stated in the affidavit to secure a no-knock warrant for the home, unquote. This revelation validates what we already knew. This young woman was brutally and unjustifiably killed by Louisville police who supplied false information on the warrant they used to enter her home unannounced. Couldn't further stated that no packages of interest were going there. Unquote. Crump says, M- May 22nd, Commonwealth attorney Mike Wine announces that the charges against Kenneth Walker have been temporarily dismissed as the FBI Department of Justice and Kentucky Attorney General open their own investigation into Taylor's death. Quote, While dismissing the charges is the right thing to do, it comes more than two months after Brianna was killed by Kenneth and was killed and Kenneth was arrested. Louisville police spent 
through these months defending their actions and smearing Kenneth's and Brianna's good names. This is just another step to the Louisville Metro Police Department taking full responsibility for its actions, unquote, says Crump. May 5th. In honor of what would have been Taylor's 26th birthday, writer Katie Young launches an online campaign as a call to action in support of Taylor. Among other steps, the nine-part plan encourages supporters to use their hashtags, hashtag say her name, and quote hashtag birthday for Brianna, unquote, on social media, and to send a birthday card to Kentucky Governor Daniel Cameron, demanding charges be filed against the officers. June 11th. The Louisville, Kentucky Metro Council unanimously passes Brianna's law. The new law outlaws, quote, no knock, unquote, warrants and requires body cameras to be turned on before and after every search. And that is the article in its entirety, family. We hope you got something out of it. You can see that's a very important case. I've done uh, many stories on that article. It's been published by different writers. So from that perspective, I have a, a, a my perspective comes from what has been written and reported primarily online. I think it's a clear cut case that um, the officers should be charged. Jonathan Mattingly, Miles Cosgrove, Miles Cosgrove, and Joshua James. Um, so the district attorney, uh, I think Daniel Cameron, I don't know what's going on there, but um, you know, us the people, especially the black community, we have a say so in this matter. We help elect, put these politicians. We are citizens. We have a right to demand justice for our, for our family, for our community, for our people, especially who's been um, wrongfully uh, uh, wrongfully killed by police departments across America. Um, and we have to say alleged until we get uh, real real justice, real people in these positions to where it's, you know, because it's funny with the legal system, you have to say alleged, even if you can see clear injustices. So I think the, the best security we can have either dismantle the police and, um, and if they're not going to dismantle it, then you need to have some laws that's actually going to police the police. You need to have some DA offices that's going to actually be able to do their job, charge officers, and be able to get over all the loopholes and the very powerful forces that stop um, justice from um, coming to the people, you know, you know, from the... the uh, the authorities from the system that we have from the justice system so we have to continue to speak up this case right here primarily has to be highlighted we have to definitely um, highlight this story as well as, as well as many others so uh, you know together we will demand and we will get the changes that we that we demand so uh, 
Don't forget to catch up with us. We're on that note, we'll get ready to get out of here. And we appreciate you for joining us. Don't forget to catch up with us on Meetup, um, where we're there under yours and our Black Family Media Group. And we really appreciate you for joining us here as well. Where we will continue to ring at this story as well as many others. And uh, with your help in the community, we will um, make sure that our community is protected. So on that note, family, thank you. And we will catch you on the next podcast. Peace and love. Catch you next time.